0: All right, guys, welcome back to another podcast. Um, in the last couple of segments, we've gone through our diagrams for uh, defining accountability and assigning accountability. Um, but now we're starting to wrap all of those concepts together into the uh, next diagram, which is uh, creating accountability. Um, so you're going to see it's going to be a multi-part um, segment where we, there's no way we're going to be able to cover everything all at once. Um, but the idea is you're going to start to see how all of these concepts between um, establishing a purpose uh, to which ours is of course serve the patient Um, but getting into core values the integration of core values into accountability both on defining and assigning Um, but this next multi-part series is going to be on uh, the creating accountability diagram so stay tuned welcome to the podcast
1: So last week, talked a whole lot about this concept of accountability, yep. uh, put a whole lot of definition on it, as well as, you know, what are some of the roles that end up being played when we are either not accountable or being accountable to the actions that we decide to take. Um, and now the last part um, is about c- taking specific actions to create these accountable conversations, allowing people to then own Own the problems that they're a part of, create solutions, and then implement those solutions. Single handedly, the most difficult part of all of it. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you don't like having uncomfortable conversations yeah, with people about right. how they screwed up? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> right. that's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did, um, uh, one of our employees, Trevor, he said? Um, uh, he says we don't use the word "fault" anymore. We use the word "accountable." Yes, you know. Yes, <laughs> Which, yes. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of what it is. It's but it's sort of not. It, it, you know, because um, you know, I mean, really, when we start to talk about um, you know the culture of the clinic, I mean, it, it's kind of off of um, you know one of the one of the books you referenced, the culture code. -hmm. You know, is that um, really what we're talking about? Is an environment where you're allowed to make mistakes, which aren't going to be met with a reprimand, right? You know, Um, and uh, I mean, you can do a better job uh, talking to me about the culture code as Mm -hmm. it sort of integrates into uh, yeah. So the uh,
1: the big part about that is is that idea of a of a safe environment, which again uh it's not we, we space. it's not a safe space <laughs> yeah. right because just uh to making sure that we make the distinction uh because culturally a safe space is somewhere that you know basically you can't offend anybody whatever sure. that might be every right, 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 you know, right. college it's kind of lived in colleges all that jazz yep. uh this is a very different thing where you are safe to uh essentially Uh, create something where you have a a likelihood of failure Mm -hmm. so when the that likelihood is met where you do actually in fact fail your the safety comes from the other individuals that realize and then correct the failure yeah so uh, basically the The best example that's in, that I can always, that I always remember from the book is uh, talking about when Steve Jobs ran Pixar. Yep. That uh, Toy Story, the first write of Toy Story, was not up to standard. Sure, uh, they brought sure. it to the cutting room floor and they cut the hell out of it. Yeah. However, they also had a copious amount of notes to make it better. Yeah, and it and it the people that wrote it were not in any way like, uh, you know, devalued. It was right. just the process of improvement. Yep. And then there was an appreciation on both sides to yep. say this project can be good. This is what it needs to be good. Now go out and do it. Yep. What they did was they they basically had the accountable conversation yeah. of here's your solutions, Mm -hmm. go implement them. Now, if those people would have sat around and not done anything or made excuses, blamed, whatever that sort of stuff is, they're out. They're out of the company, but they didn't. They made Toy Story, now we're to Toy Story 4, one of the biggest animated franchises ever, and it will be hard to beat. Um, So the idea was that they were safe to bring that to the floor, so long as they were willing to take the criticism that they were gonna Mm -hmm. get and then be able to, and, and maybe not even implement Implement the solutions maybe they'd move on to another project yeah whatever it might be they just have to be able to that they in a non-safe environment they wouldn't bring it to the floor at all yep that's the difference yeah so to go along with safety again with uh, more in accordance with the book we have vulnerability so those two things play off of each other so uh, Steve Jobs and his team uh, in that uh, example created the safe environment to allow the people to be vulnerable with the project. Mm-hmm. And everybody can do, I mean, you can do that on a one-to-one basis, uh, just with like friend, whatever it might be, all the yeah. way up to that level. It's just the uh, it's the, the culture in which you want to create, whether you're making yourself vulnerable, putting yourself out there, yeah. or allowing other people to do so. Yeah. Um, that's what these accountable conversations are. They're not the common uh, understanding that like of performance reviews where yep. you're you might get fired or whatever it might yeah. be it's 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 um it's more about what we call performance growth yeah. not reprimand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where, as we start to pull all of these different pieces together, (laughs) you're right between that sort of, you know, safety and vulnerability. Um, Mm -hmm. and we start to talk about then how we're merging the idea of, um, core values. Um, you know, and of course we have the four core values, trust, respect, unity, accountability, but we sort of merge that into one common purpose or one common goal. And it's like you said, with, with toy story, it's, it's a perfect example. We have this common goal to create, you know, the best animated, you You know, a film of the time, that's Mm -hmm. the common purpose. For us, our common purpose is to serve the patient. Right. Um, And that's kind of when you look at building safety and then sort of sharing that vulnerability, it's once you have that established common purpose and those pieces work together, this whole system starts to unify. Right. Right. and even, even for us, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you guys you obviously can't see the table here, but it's I always have these papers out of my laptop open. I got these open just so I can start to see and make sure my brain is making all the appropriate connections on all these different parts. Um, but yes, that's the idea. You have this common purpose. You have your core values. And then we start to look at this high level of accountability is if you if in your work environment, you have this low level of accountability, you, you're never really going to be able to um, uh, sort of build safety and share vulnerability, right. you know, is because it's always like, oh, I can't bring, oh, they're going to yell, oh, it's going to be oh, I'm going to get this, oh, is it, you know, and what we then start to play more into is on the victim role, so mm-hmm. instead of having sort of in this, you know, cutting room floor on a film it's like instead of having a bunch of victims on, oh my god, we wrote this story, we thought it was fantastic and the bosses thought it was trash while the bosses being the persecutors it's no, so, now now, now the boss become the challengers mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, no, we let's, no, we're going to hack this up because we're going to make it better right um, um, you guys just need to be willing to create um, sort of what this thing is. And it's mm-hmm. uh, kind of aptly named, of course, Challenger mm-hmm. Creator and Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what does that process look like? And I think that's then when you sort of come into to then... Um, the uh, sort of creating accountability diagram this creating accountability diagram is what works for us in this industry right. um, now again some some clinics may you know sort of tweak and some capacity or may not be applicable in every setting but the idea is the process of a film cutting room floor is, is creating uh, accountability. It's creating accountability it's just yeah. a different process for that industry same thing goes for video game industry between mm-hmm. uh, you know video game development you know all those different types of things um, which uh, you know why Nintendo has been around for as long <laughs> it's been around um which uh, sidetrack that one uh i do have a pair of um hanafuda cards i don't know if i ever told you that oh, uh, yeah have. it's fantastic it's it's a mario themed uh, hanafuda card uh, it, it's fantastic anyway if anyone doesn't know what hanafuda is uh they're flower cards uh you can look it up online um it's uh koi, koi is a fantastic game anyway moving on <laughs> sorry sidetracked way out there. Um, but again, the, the the process by which you create accountability and you make your process stronger, you make your business stronger, um, is, uh, I had a, a conversation with, um, one of my colleagues earlier today and, um, you know, one of the things that uh, we had talked about in trying to sort of uh, build a practice, you're trying to improve a clinic, right? Yeah. And we said when we got done uh, in our, pod- our podcast where we talked about the three main problems, we said, what's the next one we should go into? The next one we should talk about is core values, because that's the most important. Um, what sort of owners do on the back end, well, of course, we are trying to focus on culture. On the back end, we're trying to um, fix the business, right? So how's our inventory managed? What's our pricing at? Pay, scale, all those types of things. That's really like the hard and fasting. So try to implement a new um pro, like a new um like paperless clinic right mm-hmm. or you try to institute a new software you try to institute new more blood machines that's very mechanical yeah and that's the pill hardest to swallow where it's like oh my god i have to learn new computer oh we're going paperless oh what's this new blood machine oh i tried to switch to this so um what i made the joke was is that those very mechanical things are tough right how we're going to manage inventory now right so it's mm-hmm. like everyone's going to be accountable to inventory those are the tough to swallow pills but culture is the tasty pill pocket. It's it's the hot dog. You know, it's you know it's the marshmallow, right? Yeah. You know, it's the piece of cheese. You know, it's sort of the bait in saying that if we can start to fix culture and we're saying, okay, now, and this is then now we're primarily we've been talking about culture in the core value section as far as, hey, let's all get together and have a good team. But when we start to talk about how all of our problems in the profession are melding into one another and they all have overlap with one another mm-hmm. and we're saying, well, now we have this other pill we need the staff to swallow. Like one of the things that we did with Covetra was have our online prescription management platform. So mm-hmm. now we have the ability to you know send out prescription and compounding. It's this fantastic platform with Covetris um, to then institute that to the staff. Hey, there's this one other thing yeah. uh, that we sort of need you guys to do. Um, and they're like, oh my God, another thing. And it's like, but we're going to institute it because our ability to serve the patient improves. Right. And it comes back to what our core value is. It's our mm-hmm. purpose, our common purpose is to serve the patient. It's like, oh, we have the ability to send Hartman flea and tick preventative monthly so they don't have to buy 12 at one time and it gets shipped to them at no charge and we can increase compliance and make sure that the patient gets all of the stuff they need. It also has all of our prescription foods and compounded meds. And they're like, oh, well, that's fantastic then. Yeah. Yes, it is because we have an accountable group and we Mm -hmm. have this sort of safety and this vulnerability. So a part of it is it's coming in as a business owner to say, "I have this new thing I want to do." It's not met with, "Well, the clients are never going to like that." Right? You know, it's coming in. It's like, "Well, that means our prices are going to go up." Well, yeah, it might go up a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever this process happens to be, but in doing so, we're going to be able to have this benefit this benefit this benefit mm-hmm. this benefit um and that's I think when we start to talk about why it's so important to create accountability yeah because um,
1: yeah, what you just described was a a team that uh has accountability in its head um uh was already on board with the fact that you you like basically you saw the problem yep you owned the problem yep. you now have said here's a solution yep team I need you to help me implement it yes. all I need you is for step number eight yep so if you have, but you have an unaccountable team, yes. you have to you have to go all the way up. Yes, it's so it's yes. a process you to maintain pull people up on from the, the bottom. Top. It's, a, it's yeah. that's what's difficult. That's what's yeah. so exhausting. That's what uh, that's you know the one of the things that I'm a big believer in is that motivation is fleeting, but process is is continuous. And that's yeah. what you're saying is like we've just created these processes yeah. to make sure that this stays up because we're not always going to be motivated to bring in the new solution. Motivated, yeah. but, but we understand because of the process. Yeah. why it why it's there and even though like we just saw a hundred patients in two days and we're all just depleted <laughs> yeah. we still gotta do it
0: yeah so yeah, yeah which is close right yeah it was hit, about a hundred yeah right? it was about a hundred yeah. yeah yeah which is pure insanity for uh, two yeah for, i
1: mean you're talking uh 20 square feet yeah per patient yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, the new building. Right. Yeah. No, in the, in, the, oh, in, in this one, yeah. in this one, that's not a whole lot of space.
0: No. Mm-mm. So yeah, 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 just moving staff around. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, well, uh, so again, that's kind of how this creating accountability comes into it. Is it's yes. merging all of these concepts and all of the different examples, and that's why this is going to have to be a multi-part series. Yeah. Is because we're going to you know hopefully generate a ton of ideas, a ton of uh, things to kind of drive this home, and uh, in those kind of multi-part, I feel like there's going to be a lot of bleed over in them because it is all sort of the same topic because now I feel like if I really hope if people have stuck with us from the beginning um, is you know seeing us kind of walk you through to get up to these kind of solutions part and how many so uh, how much of them kind of do work together um, um, in that regard which is actually pretty nice so um, you know if you guys look at uh, again this is the creating accountability PDF uh, which is available on the website at uh, paulhealthnet slash podcast or just go to pawhealth.net and you can follow the links there's kind of several different parts when you look at this creating accountability. And uh, we kind of have two main roles in our organization chart or org chart. Um, and those those two main roles, uh, one is the chief clinical officer and the other one is the senior accountability officer. Um, and it's, it is kind of a side-by-side position because we have different roles. Um, you know, the senior accountability officer does not necessarily need to be a veterinarian. Um, it is helpful when the chief clinical officer is just because there's kind of more like medical intensive parts right. of that. Yeah. Um, Um, But when you start to look at sort of what the senior um, accountability officer is, um, we don't have an HR manager. Right. We don't have an office manager, uh, which is probably uh, bizarre to some people. No office manager, um, no HR, uh, none of that kind of stuff. Is What we have is someone who's solely dedicated to accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we started to look at our organization chart and how we wanted to sort of structure our business, but more importantly, sort of structure the future of our profession. Um, an office, the, the position of an office manager does not make sense. Um, when you have one person in charge of so many different operations, um, and I think your traditional sense of a office manager, this person may be. In charge of bookkeeping, they might be in charge of inventory. They might be in charge of performance reviews. They might be in charge of hiring and firing. They might be charged with these different things, and it's like that is too much weight for one person to assume that it's going to be done well. Yeah, um, and that's when kind of as an organization, what we did was. Then, say, all of these different jobs, I think we had three pages that an office manager was responsible for, and we basically started to say, OK, the first half of one page is a job, the second half of this yep. first page is a job. So we started to kind of team these out. But what kind of uh, surface to the top is this senior accountability officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and this person, uh, who in our organization is Annie, um, sort of has a really higher sort of understanding of all of these processes, because it bleeds through from how people are s- recruited how they're hired Mm -hmm. to their individual performance the day-to-day um the day-to-day accountability to then you know our performance review system which we'll talk about how our performance growth system and performance review system is at a a later time that's not necessarily part of this um but it really is sort of the workhorse of accountability and it's not a matter of having hr or an office manager is that all of these things between core values and accountability creating and assigning you need someone just focused on culture the entire (laughs) time. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think for a lot of your traditional business owners, they may not see the value in paying that position. Yeah. You know, but they'll, you know, but for us, it's saying, no, we sort of have this sort of, uh, you know, uh, empowered individual that is focusing single handedly on the most important part of any practice, which is culture. (laughs) You have to invest in that. Um, And I think coining the term, or at least picking up the term, senior accountability officer takes it out of that stigma of HR um, you know, and putting us more into saying, no, it's not just, oh, you're going to you're gonna call human resources for this. No, we're actually talking about our accountability to the patient or serving the patient, the core values. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, that's then, um, yeah. It, so it, it so those
1: two roles, basically the clinical officer is kind of like your, your medical accountability officer, but yeah. it's more limited because thankfully we have very competent staff it, for correct. the most part. We don't in, we don't experience major medical issues yeah. often <laughs> enough where that's a full-time job. No. But again, the reason that that role exists is again uh, actually when when we when you talk about breaking apart those roles, that's for the sake of scalability. Yeah. So when you talk about this g- generic office manager that has a three-page job description, yeah. that person yeah. with that long of a job description is your biggest barrier to growth. Uh, because yes. there's only so much they can do and they're yes. going to be your pinch point yeah. with with in terms of growth. Yeah. So the clinical officer or at some point, hopefully that's somebody's full-time job yeah. where you have so much of a work like it, it becomes a full-time thing yeah um, uh, not I we care there. to make that many mistakes yeah. but yeah my, my
0: first employer had one office manager for f- three practices four practices. Shh which attempted scalability on that one role and just crushed that person. Correct. Yeah. Yes, a significant amount of hardship. So, I think even in that it like you said crushing that individual, that's yeah. just a lot of responsibility for any one person to yeah. just never be able to disconnect from work. Yes. You know, so if we have these super long job descriptions and it's like I got to call on this and I got to call for that and I got to call for this and call for this. It's like no no. Mm-hmm you work when you are here, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and if you're doing work at home, then you need to work less at work. So you can then work outside of work, right. you know, so to, to not have, um, these unpaid hours. Right. Okay. So if you're, um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the, the spot that uh, teachers are in where it's like, they're grading papers at home. It's like you should, that you should have a compensation structure that allows you to do it in class, but that doesn't exist. And I'm not going to go there, but anyway, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of weight for that one person. So these
1: two roles though, uh, as it relates to our process, um basically have we've got there are three parts in the middle two of which are processes and one is kind of what the processes are built upon yeah uh and in being the case review and the after action review um if again kind of starting with where the culture code uh stuff left leaves off Well, actually they go directly into it the after action review uh was introduced to me from that book uh which okay. then i just went to the source which was the marines sure right <laughs> Which for many people are just like checked out because it's like, that's probably pretty brutal. Uh, Because we're, you know, as everyone is aware, they don't really pull punches in the Marines. Um, We've made the joke that, you know, vet school is like boot camp, except they don't, they forget to lift you back up when you're done. (laughs) Um, But regardless, the after action review is essentially the team debrief uh, regarding a situation. Yes. Uh, And then the case review is the individual's debrief regarding a specific Situation. So in our context, the chief clinical officer tends to run case reviews because they tend to be with doctors, and then our senior accountability officer tends to run after-action reviews because they tend to be more team-based, more cultural-based,
0: communication issues, all that sort of stuff. And that's why we have that diagram oriented the way that we do, Right. is that your chief clinical officer and your senior accountability officer are both touching case reviews because they do have some input, Mm -hmm. um, whereas a chief clinical officer really shouldn't have much to do with an after-action review because that is more of that team dynamic. And I think one of the ways that when we originally started to talk about the difference between those two things is when there is a problem, so we call it a case review. In a lot of cases, it's a medical case review, but sometimes it could be a matter of uh, the wrong medication was administered, right? Mm-hmm. Or And that would have been more on the medical support staff or the wrong calculation was provided. That'd be more on the veterinarian side. Um, so people understand kind of the difference between a case review and after action review um, is it jumps back to our accountability ladder, which is the defining accountability chart as far as saying, if you approach an individual with a problem and you say, Hey, this patient was provided the wrong dose of, blank and if they're in the higher parts of that accountability letter, are like you know what yep i'm willing to own this and saying yep that was me i did give the wrong medication or if they immediately jump over to saying um no uh it wasn't me actually i didn't pull that drug or you know they when they shouted this to me across the room it wasn't written down so when you fall into that lower level of the accountability letter and it's excuses and blame yep. as soon as it comes into saying nope it was someone else Yep after action review. Right. So now it's the team coming together and saying, well, we, uh, we're under the impression that we identified you as being the person who is responsible for this particular mistake. The only reason why we're bringing it up is because, well, we want to make sure the mistake doesn't happen again. But how can we support you in the team? How can we create this environment where like, we we're talking about safety and vulnerability, right? right? So it's not a reprimand. It's just more of like, you know, we need to get better with this so we can all collectively serve the patient. And If that person isn't willing to live in the reality and willing to own it the team is going to right you know and it's going to be okay then what we're going to do is talk to Mm -hmm. the five people that were on shift that day and we're going to collectively identify the reality of this situation so the individuals can own it appropriately right
1: and a lot of times what happens in those that process is Uh, we've got that side where there's the blame, but there's also the uh, indecision or just lack of knowledge. So definitely when the finger gets pointed, the stop sign goes up. And then from that point we jump in because if you, if you want to, yeah, we've got our, our actual stop (laughs) sign. (laughs) Um, but so we've got that as a, as an element, um, and uh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, I, know, I, I did I'm that No, it's but when they, they start pointing
0: the finger. Stop sign goes up. So because the idea is, yeah.
1: all right, you want to point the finger. We'll do it in a group. You can point right at them. Yes. We're going to have the conversation. Yes. Yep. And it's not because I want you two to actually fight, but it's no. because there's some level of missing information or some communication Correct. you guys didn't have. And I'm not going to have this conflict sit around and allow you two to not like each other. Yes. We're going to just cut it off at the yeah. knees and it's going to be done. Yeah. Yeah and yep. then uh yep. so the other, so that's where we get into the next side is maybe that person was like I'm not really sure. I don't remember making that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I missed yeah. something. Like well, yeah. that means we need to call in some reinforcements yeah. or what yeah. it might be. And again, the the team comes together, but both sides of that is for growth. It's for yes. it's for advancing uh, individuals mm-hmm. and the company as well. It's not about everyone agreeing that this person was the problem and now we can, you know, hold this over their head. And that Mm -hmm. brings us into the last point as we kind of wrap up this short one so that we can introduce these ideas is this whole thing is built on the concept of forgiveness being, um, you make a mistake. That's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Like we have created a safe environment saying I'm going to allow you to make mistakes. I'm gonna forgive those mistakes too and we're, we're gonna let those go so long as you continue to be here to serve the same purpose that, that we're here for. If we serve different purposes, we're gonna have a bit of, it's gonna be much more difficult to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, we don't really have much of that issue. Yeah. And honestly, that issue, so long as you all, it, it's a shared purpose that's, that is uh, verbalized in some way. Yeah. We're veterinarians. We're medical support. We're yeah. in the veterinary industry. Most of us know what the purpose is. Yeah. Um. So we have that. And then with this forgiveness model, it's basically saying, okay, I'm going to forgive you and we're going to reset our terms of accountability. Yeah. And what that is, it just says, if you wanna blame somebody for the problem, if you wanna make an excuse for the problem, if you wanna deny that there's a problem, you wanna, like, whatever that was, whatever was one through four, I'm just gonna absolve you of it. So long as you're ready to come up- Into reality. Into reality, start to own some, own it, And then move yeah. forward. Yeah. Now, again, if you're just here to serve yourself, you just want to make excuses. You just want to edify whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, ego process, you might have. Right. I don't, you're
0: such a hard worker, right? You know, yes, life, right? yes. That's, that's a if common you, coin term where people if you are s- such hard workers for themselves.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so so as long as um, there's that shared or that 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 mutual understanding that you're gonna move into the accountable side of things, the forgiveness is super easy. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh, um, I will let that that yeah. go because yeah. you know what? Like, I mean, how many times have we had the conversation? Like, thanks for making the mistake. Yeah. Actually, because right. <laughs> we just realized that we have right. to fix this pro- that's this problem. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's not like you did it intentionally mm-hmm. most of the time. Okay, um, it's probably an error in process somewhere yeah. now we can get better yep. now this problem can never happen again yep. now ben can go rewrite three pages of the caregiver support guide because we got scammed <laughs> right <laughs> whatever yes. it might be yes. Yes. um yeah. Yeah, but without amazing. the forgiveness piece yeah. without the the letting go of the resentment and all that sort of stuff yep. it's so hard to maintain a safe environment yep. so you yeah. have to be willing and the the big key of this thing and we're going to dive further into it later is that the forgiver is making the sacrifice yeah it's not the individual that's owning the problem that's yeah. making the sacrifice it's it's you as the forgiver yeah. saying i'm choosing to not be mad to not want to exact vengeance on somebody or whatever it mm-hmm. might be it's nope i'm gonna sacrifice those feelings so you and i can both move ahead together yeah no and
0: that's <clears throat> and honestly it sounds tough it sounds tough And the thing is, is that these, so the creating accountability page, these are sort of your tools. So the case review is a tool for identifying opportunities for growth within the individual. The Mm -hmm. after action report is a tool for communication to facilitate conflict uh, sort of uh, Mm -hmm. resolution. Um, That's the tool. The forgiveness model is the method. So exactly. Yeah. It, the yeah. tool identifies it, the mm-hmm. forgiveness model is the method. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, when I start to even the examples that you gave about this and say, you know, well, the, the the person who is forgiving has to be the sacrificer, honestly, when you're when you are the one who is forgiving an individual and you as the forgiver have a high level of accountability. Mm-hmm fucking easy it's not hard at no all. it's like oh no. you made a mistake oh you lived in reality and own it yeah perfect okay let's, let's just move forward yep yep nobody nope, of course i forgive you i mean that yeah that was yeah. a mistake Yep, yeah, f- whatever when it's so you funny know. too because like the
1: startup for many people can be difficult it's tough the startup <laughs> is the startup hardest is tough. part yeah but once you get to that point yep. like you don't even have to have the conversation anymore is because it's, it's yep. as soon as you develop the communication path absolutely it's when when you as the forgiver automatically jump to its solution yep everybody knows you've already gotten to the point of forgiveness absolutely oh exactly so long as you set exactly. the pattern on yes. the onset you have to be deliberate about it that's yep. what these tools are here yep. for to be extremely deliberate about those things yeah but once you set that talk path once you start to yes. understand how these things work together and then you can skip some steps yep. along the way yep. everyone's talking the same are absolutely. already on the same page yeah between safe
0: so, and then your safety and vulnerability is there yeah because if you as the forgiver to extend forgiveness to someone it's a super easy process for you to forgive but then i think the big thing when we were kind of sold on the forgiveness model in the beginning, it doesn't mean there isn't accountability. Right. It doesn't mean like, oh, I forgave you for doing this thing and you can do this one thing 17 times. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. The part is, is that when these mistakes are made, it's an it's identifying, like we said, it's sort of identifying that opportunity for growth. That's the right. whole point. It's not right. a reprimand system. Mm-hmm. It's a growth system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, again, you know, for us, this was just meant to be a short little thing. And I think it's probably a good starting point because we're really going to start to dive into these next. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just, you know, so you guys can kind of look at the creating accountability sort of diagram. It's between the tree chief clinical officer the senior accountability officer it's a matter of sort of individual and team related uh you know type building activities and culturally of course coming up into that safety and vulnerability basically through the forgiveness model yeah absolutely so so
1: i mean if that's not enough hype for you
0: all to yeah. listen to the next three <laughs> episodes i don't know what is at least three i don't even know this might span hours so uh so, yeah we might even just piggyback it right after this one but yeah. uh we'll
1: uh, we'll pick this one up next week thanks for sticking on everybody yep. we'll see y'all
0: later all right stay tuned